Before I start today's podcast episode, I want to hop on and let you know, if you're dealing with the fear of low blood sugar, you are not alone, and there's help available to you. If you're looking for help in conquering your fear of low blood sugar so you can live the life that you want to live without letting diabetes or your fear get in the way, send me an email to mark at thediabetespsychologist.com or DM me on Instagram at thediabetespsychologist. I want to send you some information about a new program that I have that I know can help you conquer your fear of lows. Hey there. Welcome to the Live Free with T1D podcast, brought to you by the Diabetes Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. If you're dealing with the fear of low blood sugar, I have some good news and some bad news, but actually it's all really good news. You can conquer your fear of low blood sugar is the good news. The bad news, or the kind of bad news, is that in order to conquer your fear, you have to learn to tolerate uncomfortable feelings, uncomfortable emotions, and uncomfortable thoughts. This episode of the podcast is a replay of a masterclass that I did several weeks ago to help you conquer your fear of low blood sugar. And we talk about the importance of tolerating uncomfortable thoughts. In this episode, you'll get lots of tips and tricks on how to deal with uncomfortable thoughts and not push them away because pushing them away only makes your fear of low blood sugar worse. If you're dealing with the fear of lows, or struggling to deal with uncomfortable emotions, thoughts, or feelings around type 1 diabetes, this episode is for you. The reason why we're here today is because I know that you are struggling with fear of low blood sugar. And I hear this from my patients and people I work with almost every single day is how challenging the fear of low blood sugar can be and how you want to conquer the fear of low blood sugar. Give you some tools, some really actionable tools that you can use starting right now to be able to conquer the fear of low blood sugar. So let's get started. And then for those of you, please feel free to, uh, in the comments, let me know you're here. Let me know where you're from. Let me know what the biggest challenge that you're experiencing uh, around the fear of low blood sugar is, because I want to know, hear from you and want to be able to give you that support right here during this presentation. So first of all, I want to ask you, um, and feel free to put this in the comments. I think I should, I'll sh- I should be able to see your comments. Why are you here? What is it that you're hoping to get out of this masterclass? My guess is that the first thing you're going to say is that you want to be able to conquer your fear. You want to be able to not feel afraid of low blood sugar anymore. And I hear you. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Dr. Mark and I'm a diabetes psychologist. I've also been living with type 1 diabetes for almost 25 years now. And I have been where you are right now. I've had some pretty scary lows. And then the worry that comes from that, the underbullishing, that really pulling back on activities, not engaging with my friends and family because I'm worried about what's going to happen if I go low. Those things can be really challenging. And I want to make sure that we're able to give you the resources that you need around those challenges in this short series over the course of the weekend. But why are you here? My guess is that you're here because you want to conquer your fear of lows. That's a pretty obvious statement. The fear of lows is really getting in the way of your life. It's making you think about diabetes a lot more than you probably really want to. You're you're struggling because you're thinking about how do I keep myself healthy and safe, but at the same time, how do I keep my blood sugar down and how do I live my life in the way that I want to? But here's a, another question. You know, I think that for many of us, We want to be able to, you know, you say you want to conquer your fears. And I completely hear that. You want to be able to live your life. But what do you really want? Because it's one thing to say, I want my fear of lows to go away. 
And that's a noble thing to say. I completely hear you. I completely understand you there. But there's probably something deeper that you really want to have happen here. And that's the reason why you're here. My guess is, and tell me if I'm wrong, or tell me if there's something that I'm missing here, is that you want to manage your diabetes and live your life without fear getting in your way. You know, the fear of lows is, is there and it's not comfortable, but you also want to be able to not let that fear get in the way of your life. What do you want to be doing in your life? My guess is that you want to be going on hikes and going skiing and being active with your kids and your grandkids. You want to be able to go out for happy hour. You want to be free to be able to do what you want with your life, in your life. You want to feel normal. And the fear of lows that you're having is really getting in the way of feeling normal. You want to be present with your friends and family, especially this holiday weekend. And during this holiday season, you want to be there and be available to them and not have diabetes pulling you back away from those things, not the fear of diabetes pulling you back away. You want to give your all to your work and your hobbies. You don't want your fear of lows getting in the way of that. And also, you know, in a very philosophical sense, you want to become the person that you're meant to be. And you are that person, but my guess is that your fear of low is getting in the way of you living out that life. And I want to make sure that you are able to, you know, conquer your fear. But what that really means is that you can live your life, you can manage low blood sugar, and you can not let that fear of lows get in your way. My guess is that that's the case. If that's not the case for you, or if there's something that I'm missing here, tell me in the comments about what it is that you want. How is the fear of lows impacting your life? And if we were able to conquer your fear of lows, o- overcome that fear, how would that help you? How would that make your life a little bit or really a lot easier? So right now, your fear of lows is getting in the way of you becoming and be- being the person that you want to be. And so my goal here in this mini masterclass series is to help you to break free from your fear. I can't promise you that your fear is going to completely go away after these four days. Um, actually, I'm pretty sure that it's not. But what we want to be able to do is imagine a future four days from now when you're practicing these skills and you're now able to say yes to life. You're able to manage that fear. It still, may still be there. You may, you may still be a little bit jittery around lows, thinking about lows. Um, I want them to be a little bit scary for you because that actually keeps you safe. But you're able to not let that fear get in your way. And now you're able to say yes to life. If you can do that after watching this masterclass series, that will be a big win for you. I know it will be going into the holiday season. So there's a five-step process to conquering your fear of lows. And what we're going to do in this, in this series is really focus on the first step. Because in my experience, if you're able to focus on the first step and, and get some wins in this first step, you're going to be able to go to the next steps very easily and skip ahead and get to the end and be able to conquer your fear of lows. So in this series, we're going to talk about the key to conquering your fear of lows. So I'm just reading your comments here. I think for me, it's trying to stabilize blood sugar levels. Uh, so when I'm in range, because it's normally an unstoppable downward trajectory. Yeah. And I should, I should say before we get started here and before we dive into this is that we don't want you going low. That is the last thing that I want to have happen. However, we know that with stable blood sugar levels, the possibility of going low is there. And so we want to open you up to the possibility of going low, even though that's not our goal. We don't want you going low. We don't want you like getting low and saying, I'm I'm 65 right now and I'm completely fine with that. That's actually not what we want. What we want is for you to be comfortable knowing that if, if you do go low or if you have thoughts about going low, that you're going to be okay and that things are going to be okay and that you're going to be able to handle that situation. 
So the key to conquering your fear of low blood sugar that we're going to focus on in this um, in this masterclass series is being comfortable being uncomfortable. I know that sounds a little bit counterintuitive, but it is actually the key to success with your fear of lows. And here's why. Because by definition, having diabetes is not always comfortable. And having low blood sugar is not always comfortable. And that serves an important role for you. Being uncomfortable with, with low blood sugar is actually important because imagine what would happen if you weren't comfortable, if you were not uncomfortable with low blood sugar, your blood sugar is low. You're like, oh, this is completely fine. Well, you probably wouldn't treat it. And then we don't want that to happen because it's very, very important for you to treat low blood sugar. But what ends up happening is when you think about going low, even when your blood sugar is 300, when you think that you might be going low, all of a sudden you get really uncomfortable. And then you act and maybe you act in terms of over-treating something, treating a low blood sugar way too early, or maybe you act by pulling back from activities that could send you low because you're worried about going low. Someone invites you out for a hike and you say, no, I can't do that because I'm not comfortable being there. I'm going to be uncomfortable if I'm, if I'm hiking. Well, what would happen if you were able to be comfortable being uncomfortable hiking, knowing that you're perfectly safe? That is the goal here is to help you to get to that point. And so, and guess what happens when you're at that point, all of a sudden it, things become more comfortable. I know that you may not believe me right now, you know, as I'm talking, but you have to trust me that I have worked with hundreds of people who are in your shoes right now. And the key here is recognizing being willing to be uncomfortable. I'm going to use a simple, a simple example here before I go into the skills that I want you to learn. Imagine that you were Maybe, I'm not sure how old you all are and it doesn't really matter to me, but imagine that you are younger and that you uh, maybe in high school and you're wanting to ask someone on a date. That's uncomfortable. But the more you do it, the more you ask people out on dates, the more comfortable you get being uncomfortable because you're not so invested in the outcome. So with this, we want you to be invested in the outcome. We don't want you going low and, and having anything bad happen to you, but we want you to be comfortable doing things that are outside your comfort zone right now. And that is the goal for us in this series is to be able to teach you some skills, some very practical skills that you can use in order to do that. So over the next three days, we're going to learn and I'm going to teach you what to do when your fear of lows causes you to have uncomfortable thoughts, uncomfortable physical feelings, and uncomfortable emotions. Those are the three areas where people are generally very uncomfortable when it comes to low blood sugar. And so when they have an uncomfortable thought, their, your and my initial instinct is to avoid, is to pull back and to say, nope, I don't want to deal with this. I'm going to find some way to distract myself. And usually there's a cost to that. Sure, it helps you to avoid your anxiety in the short term, but in the long term, it doesn't really do much to help you. It actually makes things worse because it makes you believe that the only way that you can be safe and comfortable is by avoiding uncomfortable thoughts, uncomfortable physical feelings, and uncomfortable emotions. The reality is, is you know, we are human, and humans have uncomfortable thoughts, physical feelings, and emotions, and especially people with diabetes thinking about low blood sugar. We're going to have uncomfortable thoughts come up all the time. And the more we're able to tolerate those thoughts and find ways to detach from them and not buy them and not allow them to control our behavior, the better off we're going to be. Now we want, we're going to differentiate between what's a helpful, uncomfortable thought that you want to take action on and what's an unhelpful, uncomfortable thought, which we don't mind taking action on, but we'll get to that in just a minute. So learning to tolerate discomfort 
be able to tolerate uncomfortable feelings, sensations, emotions, that's going to give you freedom and flexibility. Because right now, my guess is you are scared of being uncomfortable when it comes to low blood sugar. And so if we're able to help you to tolerate this discomfort, especially when you are actually in reality safe, you are going to gain freedom and flexibility because it can give you the opportunity to do things that you didn't think were possible. And that's going to be the key to conquering your fear of low blood sugar right now. So we're going to start off here by talking about how to deal with uncomfortable thoughts about low blood sugar. And I can guess about what sorts of uncomfortable thoughts you are having right now about low blood sugar. But if you would be willing to, in the comments, let me know. When you think about have a low blood sugar right now, or imagine that you look at your CGM and your CGM is on a downward trajectory. Let's say that you're, you're 180 with one arrow down. What sort of thoughts come into your mind when I say, hey, let's go on a hike right now, or let's go to happy hour right now? What sorts of thoughts get in the way of letting you do that around low blood sugar? My guess is there are a lot of them, but I want to hear from you. What if the treatment doesn't work quick enough? Yeah, that's an important one. I'm going to be in danger is another one. What happens if I'm hiking or you know, hiking is just too dangerous or you know, driving with, with a blood sugar of under 200 is just too dangerous? Those are all kinds of thoughts that you may experience. But when you experience the thought that your blood sugar might go low, or you think about an activity that you're, that you're going to do or that you want to do that could potentially cause your blood sugar to go low, like exercise, or would be, in, in your mind, would be very dangerous if your blood sugar did go low. So what happens if, I, if I'm treating my low blood sugar and it doesn't work? My treatment doesn't work quickly enough. And so what would happen if that doesn't work quickly enough? Then you're going to be in, in danger. As I have, as I'm experiencing, I have a low in four hours. So anything can't do anything before achieving that normal level. So I have to be at a, at a normal, a quote unquote normal blood sugar level, in order for me to be safe. And you can see how those thoughts. If, if that thought is true, then it's going to get in the way of you doing what you want to do. So okay, well, I just ask these questions: What uncomfortable thoughts do you have about low blood sugar? They're dangerous. I can't do things. It's just too much for me to deal with right now. And I'm sure lots of other thoughts are getting in your way. And so how do these thoughts get in the way? I think it's pretty obvious. I think it's pretty clear how these thoughts are getting in your way of living the life that you want. These thoughts of, well, if the worst case scenario happens, then bad things are going to happen. Therefore, I'm not even going to give myself the possibility of anything close to that happening. I'm going to pull back and not engage with the world. I'm not going to take insulin as I should be taking insulin because if I do, then these things will happen and that will be problematic for me. So I want to tell you a secret. And that secret is most of these thoughts that you're having are not true. And more importantly, they're not doing anything to keep you safe. Now, I don't want to say, I, I don't want to make you think that you're crazy. You're not crazy at all. We all have these thoughts. And actually, my blood sugar is going a little bit low right now. So I'm going to actually have some snacks while I'm talking to you guys make sure that I am taking care of myself as I'm helping you guys right now. But these thoughts aren't true. But we have all kinds of thoughts every single day that aren't true. And that certainly aren't helpful. And so we want to make sure that you are able to manage these thoughts, even though they're uncomfortable. And even though they're scary, we want to make sure that you are acting in a way that's going to help keep you safe and not buying into thoughts that are not doing anything to help keep you safe. So here's two, two things that you can do when you have these uncomfortable thoughts about low blood sugar. 
I want to give you two practical things that I want you to take today, to practice today, and then come back tomorrow and come back to the Facebook community and let us know how they work for you. Now, these are skills. These are not things that I can just teach you right now and you say, okay, good, I got it. These are things you have to practice on a regular basis. But I can assure you that if you practice them on a regular basis, you're going to be in a good place. You're going to be able to manage these thoughts when they come in your mind. You're going to be able to decide whether or not the thought's helpful for you or it's not helpful for you. So the first thing I want you to do, and I wish I, I don't have one right now. I wish that I had one. Actually, I'm going to, I'm going to use my, 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 my fruit snacks uh, container as an example of this. So I want you to imagine that, that this fruit snacks container, or if you, if the, the other thing you can use right now to help you is a, like a paper towel or a piece of toilet paper, something that's pretty light, is these thoughts come in your head, right? And they land. They land on your hand. So imagine that you have these thoughts coming in. And all the, the thought about little blood sugar and how you, your treatment's not going to work quickly enough or you can't do things because it, it, it's too scary or you can't handle the fear. Whatever those thoughts are, whenever, and, and they, you may have different ones that come into your mind, they're going to land on your hand. And you have a couple of choices. You can either buy the thought. So what buying the thought means kind of visually would be is you're going to take this thought and you're going to hold onto it really tight. And if you hold onto it really, really tightly, you know, I can't do this. This is too dangerous. All the thoughts you're having about lows, you hold on to it tightly. All of a sudden, the thought has become part of who you are. It's become part of you. And now it's going to be really, really hard for that thought to be anything but a part of you. Right? But what would happen if you took the same thought? This is the same thought. And it landed on your hand and you let it be there. And all you did was say, yeah, right now I'm having this thoughts here. I'm going to observe it. But if you don't grab onto it, it can go away. You're not going to make it go away. You can't control what comes in and out of your mind. I really believe that around low blood sugar. But what you can control is how you relate to that thought and what you do with it. And I want you to, I want to challenge you to hold your thought lightly as opposed to buying it and say, this is true. If the thought is there, it's got to be true. And I'm going to, and I'm going to, I have to have it here in my mind and I have to actually follow what it says. Now, there may be thoughts that you have about low blood sugar that you want to follow. So for example, let's say that your blood sugar is 69 with one arrow down and your thought is, I need to treat this. It's probably a pretty good thought to, to buy and to make a part of you. So go ahead and treat it. But if you have that same thought when your blood sugar is 180 and you have an arrow down, then that may not be a thought that you actually want to buy because it's not helpful for you. It's actually going to, it may, may prevent you from doing something. Or someone says, let's go on a hike right now. And you say, no, I can't go on a hike because I have diabetes or I can't go on a hike because my blood sugar is going to go low or I can't take care of myself. That's probably not a thought that you want to buy into. So hold it lightly. Don't try to get rid of it. Don't try to push it away, but just say, yeah, this thought is here right now, um, but I'm going to hold it lightly and then I'm going to let it go. When it wants to leave, it's going to leave. If you hold on to a thought like this, you cannot let it go because it's already part of you. You can't just let it fly away when it's ready. And so I want to challenge you to hold your thoughts around low blood sugar lightly, as opposed to buying them and making them a part of who you are. And the second thing I want to challenge you to do is when you notice these thoughts come in your mind and they're getting in your way of what you really want to be able to do in your life, I want you to say these five words. These five words are, I'm having the thought that. I'm having the thought that. So I'm going to give you an example. So let's say that you say that, that your thought is, I can't go on a hike because I have diabetes, or I can't go on a hike because my blood sugar is going to go low. And that's a pretty definitive statement. And it's going to be really hard for you to move past that. 
because you're saying I can't. But what if you said, I'm having the thought that I can't go on a hike because I have diabetes or because my blood sugar is going to go low. All of a sudden, what you've done is you've given yourself some space. You've recognized the thought for what it is. That is a thought. And it's uncomfortable. But if you recognize it for what it is and you say, I'm having the thought that I can't go on a hike, now you have some space to be able to make a decision. So if you're having the thought that you can't do it, then you can make a decision to go you know, one way or the other. If you're saying to yourself, I can't go on a hike, then that's pretty definitive. And so by saying those five words, it gives you the opportunity to recognize the thought for what it is. And that is a thought. I'm having the thought that I can't go on a hike, but I'm going to choose to go anyway, because I know that I can be safe. I am having the thought that my treatment's not going to work quickly enough, but I recognize that, you know, my, I have one unit of insulin on board and I took 30 grams of carbs. You know, I'm having that thought, but that doesn't make it a reality. So we want to give you that space to be able to have that freedom and flexibility that you're looking for. If you have that space, you're going to be able to do great things and to, and to, and to break free of the fear of lows because then you start behaving differently and you get to see what you get evidence about what's going to happen, how you're doing. And that's going to give you a lot of freedom and flexibility in your life. So your challenge for today is to pay attention to the thoughts that you're having about low blood sugar. Imagine that later on this afternoon or this evening, your blood sugar creeps down. What are the thoughts that you're having? Just pay attention to them and then practice letting them go. Practice not holding on to them too tight. Practice using those words. I'm having the thought that. And then give yourself that, that distance and then see if that helps you to get some flexibility in your life and how you're thinking about low blood sugar as opposed to holding on to it so tight. And my guess is that if you're able to do this and practice it on a regular basis over the next 24 hours, you're going to see some change. It's not going to be a complete lack of your, your fear is not going to go away, but you're going to regain that freedom and flexibility that you really are looking for and that you really want to have in your life. And then tomorrow at the same time, we're going to do the same thing, but we're going to talk about your fear, what to do when your fear of lows causes you to have uncomfortable physical sensations, you know, maybe shaking, not low blood sugar shaking, but, you know, real fear, you know, stomach aches, all those things that, are, that happen that you really want to avoid. And so we're going to be able to um, help you to deal with those uncomfortable physical sensations, which are going to help you to become much more free and flexible in your life. So I'm going to say goodbye for now, unless you have any questions. If you have questions, please feel free to put them in the chat. I'd be more than happy to answer them right now. But please, really your goal here is to be able to go and to practice these skills, practice holding your thoughts lightly, practice using those words and having the thought that before your thoughts to be able to see if that's going to help you. And I know that it will if you practice it to become more free and flexible and to detach from those thoughts and not have your thoughts drive your behavior so much. Well, at the same time, keeping you safe. Thanks so much for joining me on the Live Free with T1D podcast, where I teach you how to build your diabetes management plan like a sailboat so you can have smooth sailing in your life with type 1 diabetes. And I'll see you back here next week, same time, same place. Bye for now.